Hello and welcome to the Encouraging Angels podcast with Stan Szymanski. I'm your host, Stan Szymanski. Today is Thursday, November 9th, 2023, and I have a great show for you today. Neither Encouraging Angels nor Stan Szymanski nor anyone affiliated with Encouraging Angels is offering any type of advice on this program. We do not offer legal advice. We do not offer medical advice. We do not offer financial advice. We do not offer personal advice of any kind. Please consult a professional in the area of your need or interest. All information is for informational and entertainment purposes only. My message today is simply titled, Don't Burn. Don't burn. As we were growing up, you know, we'd go to church like we went to Catholic church and we're not, my wife and I are not Catholic anymore. Uh, But anyway, we both went to, to Catholic grade school and then public high school. Uh, And you would hear stories about maybe your parents would tell you about the old fire and brimstone preachers. Well, you know that there are uh, a lot of truths, and I say are a lot of truths, that's plural, uh, because for those who do do not only not believe in Christ as their Lord and Savior, those who do do not uh, abide or remain in Jesus after they believe, are going, here's what Jesus said. He says, if you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. So first of all, I want to mention the silly people who who promote once saved, always saved. You know, somebody goes forth and puts their hand up and say, I believe in Jesus. You know, first of all, I did that actually at a Billy Graham event, and I think it was 1993 in Pittsburgh. And I assure you this, at that point, I was not saved. I got saved later that year. That's a whole nother story. Uh, But I was not saved simply by, you know, doing that. It's not until you accept Jesus, you know, into your heart and you trust him as Lord and Savior that that he becomes the king of your life, not you. And that his atoning work on the cross is sufficient for the forgiveness of your sins when you believe that. But then after that, you have to remain, you know, in Jesus. Because if you don't, or if you don't believe at all in the first place, where a lot of people are at now, I mean, every, all, you know, everybody who's practicing witchcraft and all the rest of it. Um, before I give this little message, let me pray. Dear Jesus, please open our eyes and open our ears to hear what you have for us today. Lord, I am sorry for my sins. Please forgive me. I repent of my sins, and I'm sorry. Lord Jesus, please let this message 
find its way into the hearts of people who need to hear it. And may you be glorified today, Lord Jesus. In your name I pray and thank you, Jesus. Amen. But those old preachers preaching the quote, the fire and the brimstone, there's a basis for that. Because if you don't believe, if you don't receive, and if you don't abide after you believe, you will, or and me, if, if I don't, I'm just saying, you're going to burn. You're going to burn. You're going to burn. How do I know that? Is it because I just felt like waking up today and saying that? No. Let's go to the scripture. Here's uh, John the Baptist, Matthew 3, verses 11 to 13. He said, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me come one, comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy, the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. So when he says, you know, his winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor, that's basically harvesting, you know, the world. Uh, gathering his wheat into the barn, that's his believers, and burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. The chaff are the weeds. The chaff are the unbelievers. And all those people practicing the things in, outlined in Romans chapter 1. Let's go to the scripture again. It's fairly early and I still haven't had enough coffee yet, so. Let's go to Matthew. Matthew 13, verses 24 to 29. This is called the parable of the weeds. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed seeds, excuse me, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servants came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds 
and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Let's go a little further down in that chapter where it's titled The Parable of the Weeds Explained. This is, again, Matthew chapter 13. This will be verses 36 to 43. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out His angels, and they will weed out of His kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. So Jesus said, the Son of Man will send out His angels and they will weed out of His kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So the weeds are growing up right with the wheat. The people of the devil, the people of the evil one, as Jesus said, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. They grow up right next to, with, and in the kingdom, in with the people of the kingdom. The bad seed grows up right next to the good seed. You know, those old preachers would preach messages like this. You know, because you just, none of us know how long we have. You know, right now, there is a war in the Middle East that has not fully culminated yet. But right now, you know, if you go to Canadian Prepper, you can watch some of his videos. There are more ships in and around the Middle East 
than there were during the Gulf War. This is serious, folks. You know, those Middle Eastern countries who are against Israel, not only do they hate Israel, they blame America. There are estimated between two and four million military age men that are undocumented that are here that are most likely some type of occupying force slash, you know, starters of civil war. The amount of carnage that could happen is massive. And of course, the Russians have, you know, Russia is the big goal for the globalists. They hate Russia um, because of the, you know, those people, you know, it is a, a, it's, I would say probably the last Christian country. Maybe there's another one, maybe Romania. I'm not sure. Uh, uh, but they hate that country and they want its resources because right now they can't govern it like they govern the United States and many other countries. Uh, but the Russians do have nuclear subs off the East Coast, sub nuclear subs off the West Coast, in the Gulf of Mexico. They own the Arctic, and they can come right down, split the country in half. The Chinese have, uh, of course, you know, 5 million people here. They, they have troops in Canada. You know, m- most people don't know these things. So... Uh, for folks who, who think that life is just going to go on like it did for the past 30 years for them here in America with no war and, you know, you know, no interruption of services or anything else, um, that's going to come to an end in my humble opinion. And, um, you know, the enemies of America hate America. Hey, they hate it bad. And they would love to see, you know, something bad happen to America. Um, There's plenty of people living Christian lives who say they believe in Jesus. And maybe at one time they did, but maybe now they're not. Abiding with him this is so important let me Jesus was talking about the vine and the branches he said I am the true vine and my father is the gardener he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, 
thrown into the fire, and burned. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. Folks, for those who have maybe one time confessed a, uh, a belief in Jesus Christ and trusting Him as their Lord and Savior, but they have gone on to, um, uh, to fall away, to not remain in Jesus Christ, not to grow in faith with Him by, for instance, reading His Word, because Jesus Christ is the Word of God. You know, John 1.1 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus Christ is the Word of God. That's how you get to know Him. But He says, If you do not remain in Me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. If you aren't continually being fed the Word of God, you know, by the reading or hearing, You're like a branch that is thrown away and withers. You know, if a plant isn't getting food or water, how can it sustain? It can't. It withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. Jesus has a recurring theme for those who are not of his kingdom. Is that at the end, they will be gathered up and burned. You know, his wheat... His believers, the people of his kingdom, will be, you know, his wheat, they're going to be gathered into his barn. They will be with him. But the ones who are not of the kingdom, who are not wheat, who are chaff, who are the, the branch that withers and dies, will be bundled together and burned. I hope you see this recurring theme like and you know the at the end of the age it's the you know the the lake of fire that was originally built you know just for the devil and his his kin but the unbelievers the chaff will be there as well so I plead with you right now don't burn trust in Jesus Christ he came to earth fully God and fully man. He lived a perfect life as a Hebrew, as an Israelite, as, you know, completely fulfilling the law. When he died, he had completely fulfilled the law. And his, he became the perfect sacrifice living the perfect life, he was the unblemished Lamb of God. You know, the Scripture says that there is no remission of sin without the shedding of blood. But whose blood? Only the perfect Lamb of God is, is acceptable to the Father to pay for the sins of mankind because the blood of sheep and goats and bulls did not do that. That was just a foreshadowing. and a way of pointing out to people their sin. 
and rising again, Jesus Christ stands to give us eternal life. So I plead with you again today, don't burn. Because if you do not Jesus do not trust Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and you do not abide in him after you do, you know, if you fall away, You know, I preach this to myself as much, this part of it, as much as me to anybody else. You know, Jesus said, if you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. He said, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. You know, faith without works is dead. And folks, you've got to remain in Jesus Christ after you believe. So that you don't so so that you reap the benefits and that you glorify God and glorify Jesus, but also so that you don't burn. So that you are gathered into the barn with the wheat and not with the chaff, who is bundled to be burned into fire. You will burn without Jesus Christ. If you do not know who Jesus Christ is and are hearing a message like this for the first time, Please, you're online already. Go to BibleGateway.com, BibleGateway.com, and read, at least for a start, the Gospel of John, not the book of John, or, you know, John 1, John 2, John 3. Not those. Read the Gospel of John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You've heard that before. Read the Gospel of John and determine for yourself, is Jesus Christ who he said he was? Is he God of very God, or is he a crazy person? You know, there was a Harvard professor um, back in the 1700s, uh, I believe. It was, um, he was challenged. He was teaching law, and um, he was challenged by his students to put the Gospels to the test to see if, you know, if Jesus was who he said he was. And this man was not um, a believer. And when he put the, um, the, the principles of law, you know, against the, um, the Scripture, is that it proved that Jesus Christ is who he said he was and that he rose again. Proved it. He became a believer. This You need to do the same work that he did. You need to read the scriptures for yourself. That's how you get to know Jesus. And, you know, the, the strong man is not going to let you into his house unless you know him, right? You've got to get to know him now. Again, I admonish you. Don't burn. Please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. 
we do this, you know, we, we deliver these messages and, and do our work with music, message, and testimony. Uh, and we have come under a lot of persecution the last three years. We've been deplatformed. We have uh, been persecuted. Uh, we had, uh, you know, our, our payment processor uh, shut down our account. We, uh, you know, lost our contract of 15 years for delivering music services all because I would not take the jab. Please consider supporting Encouraging Angels. Would you please go to encouragingangels.org, encouragingangels.org. Click on the Donate tab, and you can give online with your card, or you can send something directly to us at the P.O. box right there on that page. Don't forget, your country does not have a, uh, uh, a civil defense plan for you, but Jack Lawson has written a, a definitive collection on all the things you need to do to have civil defense and preparation for you and your family called Civil Defense Manual. You can see uh, and check it out at civildefensemanual.com. 950 pages, two volumes, everything you need to know about a neighborhood protection team, about um, nuclear survival skills, about communication, uh, and many, many more things. It's $100, in my humble opinion, is entirely worth it. CivilDefenseManual.com. This is the Encouraging Angels podcast. I'm Stan Szymanski, and I look forward to seeing you right here next time.